gonna ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good at social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the YouTube live sesh. I opened it up to questions on dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction. So you guys can join those live sessions over on YouTube basically every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, for the time being anyway. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every Friday, you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip. Every week, I send out a free article on Fridays. That's actually taking me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist or the We Take 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on friday just check your promotions folder in gmail or your spam folder in outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing so if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now, if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to boldoja.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your scented energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally, wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at boldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at boldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails within 24 to 48 hours afterwards. I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. Uh, it's just it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life came through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching 
the bowl inside is probably the best way to go, which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages. Packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency, based on volume. But basically what bowl inside members get over once off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends based on anything. They need feedback on a situation they're dealing with this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation, want to send me that audio, I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings, which basically means you get fast-tracked that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50-50 about it, well, you get that session. You get your session times prioritized above everyone else. And especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones, it proves to be quite beneficial. So if you are interested in diving into the Bowl Inside packages, then you can just hit me up at bowldojo.com. In the product section, you find all the links there and actually the links to everything I've just spoken about, guided meditation, ebook, all at bowldojo.com. Just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on bowldojo.com, in the Boulderjo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and for all that will in the future. Anthony Kanchesta. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yosha! Moshere. Moshere. Theme of the last three weeks in which that a particular follower of this channel, Mr. T, T-Kun, T-Sun, has been coming up in here asking regularly... Well, it's been like a follow-on of his dates through online, through the COVID situation, and uh, particularly getting more sexual on the phone. And he's, he's been getting an education. He's been getting an education on this phone sex and what's going on here. So we kind of, we actually did get very deep into it last week, but that's just because of my commitment to honoring a super chat in which that he asked a super chat last week. So, but I'm treating today as if it is a... Uh, as if this is fresh, as if you are the absolute beginner, you're the absolute fish, Jeffrey, that's just come in here, has no idea about phone sex. And we're going to we're gonna start it right at the beginning. We're going to get the principles of how to, uh, we'll go briefly over how you should be setting up the phone calls themselves. We've already got a lot of content on that. Please reference how to online date during the COVID-19 era. Uh, that's its own social Q&A, it's its own podcast. And that goes way deeper into the setup of at least just getting onto the phone and getting off of uh, Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, et cetera, et cetera. So, but today is going to focus more squarely around the actual, uh, I won't have phone sex with you guys. <laughs> I won't be, uh, it won't be as explicit as last week, let's say that. And uh, so hold up, we got up in the chat here. T is actually here. It says, oh, what's up, Jerry's? Oh, mate, good to have you here. And, and if you ever, I'm glad that you're acknowledging the other Jerry's. That's good to see. <laughs> Xeal comes and say hello there, fellow Jerry. Shit. Man, because of this, I've still got this yellow error sign on my YouTube. It's really, uh, I'm going to just like take this screen down, but I want to be able to see you guys commenting. Oh, I can do that. I can do that. That works well. 
But OBS is telling me that the connection is strong and it should be. It should be way better. The upload speed that I have now is so much better. So anyways, yeah, we're going to go right back to the beginning. And for those of you that are new to Social Q&A Live, this is a time where we've got a preloaded question. In this case, a preloaded topic that we've just been following on from. But you guys can drop in any questions that you have around dating, social dynamics, or relationships just in that chat box right there. And we'll get to those in good time when open Q&A begins later on in the session. And if you would like to support the channel and support what's going on here, you can use the super chat function, which gets your question bumped to the top, which is actually something that T has been using quite a bit. Uh, and yeah, but most appreciated having you here. I think that's, uh, I think that's it. I think, uh, wa itch, ni, sun, hachime, hachime We'll begin this session right now. Let's go. So I was I was out uh I was out with the lads on the weekend and the very lads in question the very lads we're going to talk about today that I learned a lot of my phone sex uh, tactics and mindsets and I got a lot of my experience with I was out with Roy I was out with Jordan I was out with my brother as well and we had a good time we had a good good chop up so it makes it uh, even more relevant for today I didn't even plan that it just just happened it just happened. So normally I'll reach for my phone and get a uh, email from one of you guys or a message or a DM or something. I'm just realizing this is this, this angle is not exactly where I want it to be. That looks better. And but not today. I guess I got to switch my mindset because we haven't done seminar seminar in a while. So we're talking about how to nail phone sex right here. Well, for those of you that are are just coming in fresh and you have no idea how even to get into this. How does it even begin? How do, why are we doing this? We, we need to get this from the beginning. We need to go and plant these seeds right from the get. So if you met a girl on Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever online medium, uh, what you want to look at is, number one, we can't touch each other. We can't incite the dance of masculine to feminine energy in the way that it should be. We're already acknowledging that this is something of a of a uh, hybrid beast. It's, it's something from Full Metal Alchemist. It's a, it's a chimera of some kind, a chimera, a chimera of some kind in which that is not really what we want, but we're going to do the best that we can. And the best that we can is, is that we want to fast track. We want to supersede the process of this as fast as we possibly can. And I guess maybe that's why T in the last few weeks has been a little bit confused with the progression of the sexual intimacy that's happening over the phone or that's happening over uh, online dating because it's actually a lot faster than you would see in real life. And it just has to be that way. And I think that's why it works as well, actually. I think that's actually not so much a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. And it's just a little bit counterintuitive because we're always talking about uh, having a really... Well, not that, not having to slow down the pace, but it's just so much that when you're out there meeting girls in the day, meeting girls in the street or in the club, that the sexual progression when you're body to body is likely going to be a lot slower in general, but it's actually very much the reverse when you're on the phone. And just if you were watching last week's session, I was talking about how we're getting into phone sex in the first five minutes. So we're getting all, we, we, I'm, I'm dropping seeds here. We're in the ocean right now. We're in the boat. We're dropping, we're dropping seeds and we're dropping lines. So let's get back to the beginning. What I was talking about, if you're just meant to go on Tinder, Hinge or Bumble, I'm only going to say this once. And I don't want to have to say it again. And actually, just before I do say this, for those of you that are up in this chat, uh, if you have specific questions around the phone sex in general, 
and maybe experiences that you've been going through and you want to get feedback on them, start dropping them in the chat now because I'll feed into those. Uh, I can start drawing those. And of course, we do class session here in Q&A, social Q&A. So I'll be looking for your guys' feedback and I'll be quizzing you guys and I'll be hitting you guys up. I'm just, there's something wrong here. There's something, uh, is that better? That's too low. That's too low now. Give me a second, guys. It's not exactly how I had planned it. Not exactly, something wrong with the webcam. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> speaking of the webcam, speaking of the webcam, it reminds me of a lot of high school sessions uh, with the webcams. So let's say this. We all should know by now that if you're meeting a girl online, it is your number one priority to get it off the app straight away. I don't want to say this again. We're just saying this once now just because some of you may not know, but in order for phone sex to even happen, in order for you two guys, for you guys to feel like you want to even create that connection together, it should not be happening through the app itself. You, know, you meet a girl on Tinder, and I won't have to keep saying all three names. Let's just say Tinder, just for example's sake. That within your first two or three messages, once you've established that there is something of a connection, that she's not an absolute fish, and that she actually has a bit of has a bit of life to her, has a bit of excitement to her, she's not one of those girls that's just giving you the hi hi that's their entire response you know that's like a immediate qualifier for me that i'm not gonna even i often if you were to go through my online dating apps you're gonna see a lot of unresponded to messages from my part because if a girl just responds with hi or hey that's it i'm out like this is not she's just she almost has pre-qualified herself not to get into an interaction with me anyways that's that's for enough that's for a different podcast but but what you want to be looking at is within the first three messages, once qualification is done, uh, now we're going to have to go into, I don't want to get too deep into this part because this is not actually what this podcast is about, but it kind of just has to be said because it builds the qualification that your qualification uh, part of your interaction through the online dating app should be happening immediately past your open, just like in a real life interaction, I guess, but way faster. It's like one, two, three messages, you know, where you say what you think for think feel get a vibe about her hit her with that get her to qualify with it and which just shows that okay we're setting the frame here we're setting the masculine frame i'm not asking her to build this interaction great and then you get a little bit of that going and it just there's a bit of spark there's a little bit of light it feels good and then right after that moment when you hit that peak moment you don't want to wait for that peak moment to die on the peak okay do you have instagram do you have whatsapp direct messaging let's get let's get real about this and, how, and just go back to the online dating COVID-19 for a little bit more specifics on this. But I just got to make sure because I'd, I'm realizing where, for those of you in this live chat right now and you're regulars, we're picking up after last week. But I've got to remember that not everyone is coming in off of last week's session, let alone the last 30 minutes of a three-hour session last week. So I do have to cover my bases here. So please bear with me for those of you that are in the live session right now that did see last week. Because I'm, uh, I'm doing a solo for the guys that haven't seen that, or girls as well. Just seeing, just seeing a comment pop up in the chat box here uh, from MX Hockey saying, I don't really do phone sex anymore, but it seems rare for a girl to put in, to put enough effort in it, to put enough effort in, in my experience. There we go, hold on, this is. I was just phrased a little bit strange. Let me zoom in on this bitch. All right, here we go. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, feel free to say hi in the chat. There's not a lot of you popping up in the chat right now. If you're up in this chat, just say hi. Drop a thumbs up on this as well. 
help support the video. It helps get sent out to the rest of the community and lets YouTube know that you guys are uh, feeling it. So, but just say hi, say hi, get some, uh, let's not make this a cold sesh. You guys remind me of first year uni students. <laughs> first year uni students when they all get into the, their first tunes or their first seminars and they're all just absolute fish, not willing to talk to each other. Anyways, okay, let's move on. So yeah, covering those bases, we want you off the app as soon as possible. Why? Because distraction, competition. She's distracted by when she goes to read your message, if you were to have, if you're trying to have long conversations on the app that you met, right? That's also alongside Jono, Steve-O, Mark, fucking Rupert, who's down there in her little log box. And so you want to get that off as soon as possible and just get to direct and uh, direct messages between you two. So now that's been said and you understand why. Now, going through another principle that we have definitely already discussed, but maybe some of you have not seen. And by the way, you guys are going to have to bear with the light today. It's very cloudy. Uh, on a whim. On a whim, we covered this a couple of weeks ago. So you guys not, might now be thinking, okay, that's great. Got it off the app. Now, how do we... Well, this is actually a bit of a break in the mindset. I need to just kind of put the brakes on your sexual uh, dalliance right here, which is that the mindset is not... Yes, now, let's get to phone sex. It's not, it's not like that is the goal. The goal is not to get to phone sex. The goal is to set up an environment in which that you create a connection in which that could be born. Whether it actually happens or not, that's of very little consequence. It doesn't really matter because we need to actually even put it even a harder break, a harder break on your sexual adventure right here and your uh, dreams and your grand dreams. I'm sorry, guys. We're going to put a break on it just even more so to take you another 10,000 feet up into the sky. And have you realized that the online connection and the phone sex connection, that's second best. That's not best case scenario. You know, best case scenario is that we always are shooting to meet up in real person. None of I need to disillusion you uh, right now if you were thinking that this is the goal, that phone sex is the goal. The reason for today is that T specifically, T Kun had been asking a lot of questions because we're in the COVID situation in which that it's not in the city that he's living in. It's not possible for him to be going for best case scenario, which is meeting a girl in real life. It's just not possible. that It's illegal at the moment. So, but, but this COVID is not going to last. We're not going to be in lockdown forever. And maybe some of you guys are revisiting this. And I don't want to give you the impression that this is what I want you to do first or that this is what you should be going after first. No, your number one priority should be if you're meeting someone online, but and also just for perspective here, uh, you should not be investing that much time in meeting uh, women online. It's so, it should be something that's an afterthought, that's a bit of fun. It's a bit different in the current state of society right now with the disease and everything, the virus and everything. But when things get relatively back to normal, like if you're in a city like I'm in, in Adelaide, things are back to normal, been going out the last three weeks, uh, you know, all of a sudden you start to realize the veil gets lifted that actually this online shit sucks. It really sucks. But when you get into a real bar, when you get to a real club, but you're walking down a real strip and you start to see real women and you start to talk to them and you're like, oh shit, why was I ever so worried about this online shit? Why was I investing so much time in it? So a bit of perspective there, yeah? Just keep that in mind. <clears throat> and then, <laughs> and then of course, we're going to completely contradict that and go super deep on this phone sex. Not contradict, but it's like, it's, it's, I'm just wary that some of you might like, 
get a little too myopic about this one particular subject, but just use it as a tool. Phone sex itself is just a tool within your wheelhouse. It's just one of the whetstones and not a particularly important one either, right? It's not, it's not going to be, it's, it's like a, it's a polishing stone, right? It's a polishing stone. It's not going to be the stone that you actually grade the blade on, you know? Okay, so now that we've got that set, where were we? We were, ah, on a whim. There we go. We're on a whim. So next principle, let's say that you've got her on, uh, just for the sake, let's say WhatsApp, because that's definitely the preferred, uh, definitely preferred way over uh, Instagram, because you still actually got a direct line of phone contact. It's not a social media, so to speak. It is just one-on-one with you and her, but you do have the benefits of voice messaging, video messaging, sending images, and... uh, and all that good shit. So, on a whim, for those of you that have not, don't know this principle, we're just going to breeze over it, that you should not be setting up phone dates. You should not be setting up for, okay, listen, Jenny, fuck it. Friday, 3.20 p.m., when school finishes, let's go. I'm going to call you at this time. Like, Actually, it sounds kind of funny the way I say it, but actually, if you were to look at that on text on type hey would it be okay at 3 20 p.m if we meet if i call you or if we could have a phone conversation would you like to talk on sunday night at 7 p.m you know it's when you actually look at it it's like it's so boring it's so uninteresting it's so predictable there's no excitement there's no uh and that's all the thing that's that's one angle of it when you try and set up a phone date and you try and book it in but the other thing is that it loads pressure in the meantime where you are going to be thinking about it. I called a girl yesterday. She might have been watching this right now. Shout out to her if she's watching. Uh, I called a girl yesterday that, well, actually on a whim, I had called her on Saturday night at like 11 p.m. when I got home and I said, fuck it, I'm going to call this girl. And, or maybe it was like, maybe it was a little bit, no, it was roughly around 11. It was like 10, 30, 11 p.m. And I just got home and, but she didn't pick up, which is fine. You're not going to catch everyone in the moment. But what I know is that she'll get me back. If that's why I guess why a lot of guys are a little bit afraid to call on a whim because they're like, oh, fuck, what if she doesn't pick up? Right, if she doesn't pick up, it's fine. Like if you, just, if you have a connection, if you have n- enough of a connection that you are even calling her, then trust that she will hit you back. Right, don't act from that place of scarcity. So she doesn't pick up and then... Uh, I just, once there's no pickup, I send her, I just type a little text message saying that, hey, listen, uh, I just got home. Give me a call back if you're still awake. And that's it, right? I already went to sleep. She messaged me like two hours later saying, oh, you know, sorry, I'm just getting into bed now, whatever. Uh, but I'd like to talk tomorrow. Or if you want to talk tomorrow, we can talk tomorrow if you like. And she was like, with an exclamation mark. And she was really keen to talk tomorrow. So I'm like, when I, I saw that when I woke up, and then I'm like, okay, great. So I sent her a message, sending coming back saying, hey, listen, uh, this is my number. Hit me back uh, when, you're, when you're good, right? Just give me a call when you're good. That, that right there is like, there's no pressure now. It's like she can call me when she wants and I'm not really having to think about it. But it started on a whim principle. This was just, what I, the story I just gave you there was just a follow-on of an on the whim principle in which that it was on a whim, I just got home, I'd say, fuck it, I'll call her. If she happened to be uh, available that night, then we would have gone in, right? Then I would have gone in that conversation because it wasn't, that's fine. We'll wait till the next day and I spoke to her last night. So, 
Anyways, the principle I was trying to get just hammer into you guys is that just don't be that boring, boring Jeffrey. Don't be that boring guy that's trying to line up uh, phone dates and calling them dates or, you know, and thinking about it that way because it loads pressure in the meantime. It puts pressure on her to think about what the hell we're going to talk about. It puts pressure on you. It's much better to just literally be walking out of the supermarket and just say, fuck, I'm going to give this girl a call. Right. And, and actually, you might be thinking about how could that lead to phone sex? And that in, therein lies the principle that you're not necessarily trying. Like that, that's, we want the connection first. And that you could, for example, say if you wanted to, you was like 4 p.m. on a Saturday, you walked out of the supermarket and you called this girl on a whim and you just had a great little fun, fiery conversation. It's like, hey, fuck it. I was just, she's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, I'm just, I just uh, picked up a bloody horseradish and I thought I should call you. It seemed like the right time. Uh, and you have a bit of fun, you have a bit of joke, leave it on the peak moment and go, but listen, I actually got to get in the car. Um, uh, I'll hit you up later tonight. That's at the most. I'll hit you up later tonight. You, know, you can have follow-ons for sure. Just don't be locking in a time, okay? We just got another person up in the chat. We've got a couple people up in this chat saying, Mr. Nice Smack is here saying, yo, good to have you, Mr. Smack. Snacks on, smacks on. Uh, who's next? DN Loading One says, first live, and I know better, but had a, in quotes, phone date. In quotes, two days ago, shake my head. God damn it. God damn Dan Lordy. So he's literally just uh he's literally just done the exact opposite of what I've instructed. <laughs> but that's okay. That's what we're here to do. We're here to learn right now. So yeah, so just don't don't mind it. Always be calling on a whim, spontaneous fun, don't overpressurize it. Cool. Principles are done. Uh it's just that I've said these principles every week for the last four weeks, but in very specific scenarios. So but this is one piece of content. So I've got to keep reminding myself not to breeze over this shit because some of you, like example for Dan loading, maybe don't know. Okay, where are we at next? Now that you have called her on a whim, and I guess this is where we pick up from last week. Last week, T had sent me a message saying that uh, here in the live chat that he'd been getting into a few sexual experiences where girls were very strongly hinting at, uh, at that they, they wanted to go down on phone sex. And there were more than strong hints. I had a good bit of fun with him in the chat last week where one girl, for example, was saying to him that uh, she's like, oh my God, let's not get too crazy. I might just whip my tits out. <laughs> and, and he responded by ignoring it or by diverting other girls saying that, uh, you know, I just wish, it, uh, I just wish, you know, just want to get on the phone just so hopefully me and a guy could just get off together instead of just sending nudes back and forward. And so, yes, we'll get into the whole nude situation. What's the deal? Are you supposed to be sending nudes? Are you, is this, is it video? Is it, fo- what fo- images? Is, is it a good idea? We'll get into all that. Don't worry, we'll get to all that. That'll be very nitty gritty micro stuff to come on, but we're still in the setup. We're still getting a lay of the land here. So let's take, should we take Tay's example? Because, you know, it's, it's much better to talk in a real story rather than, in a real story then. And because also we are going to go into the nuts and bolts of phone sex itself. Like, is it, is it too dark in here, lads? It's looking real dark. Give me a sec. Hopefully that just made it a lot brighter. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we will get into the nuts and bolts of the actual mechanics of phone sex as to what the hell are you even supposed to say? 
what the fuck am I even supposed to be doing right here? Like, if that's you thinking right now, it's like, I would like to do this, Adam, but I just don't even know what to do. We will get to that. But before we even do get to that, I said before, primary is setting up the space and connection in which that you two even gel vibe that you're reading her energy that she would even want to go down into this. You don't want to be so uncalibrated that you, I guess that's not most guys' problem though. Like obviously that could be an issue. You could be that two out of 10 guy that's just so uncalibrated. You're completely misreading uh, her sexual proclivity to want to get into phone sex. But actually for most of you guys, you're going to be like T. You're going to be like T in which that you're such a Mr. Nice guy. You're so adverse to getting a little bit dirty, getting a little bit uh, rambunctious, getting a little bit Jack Sparrow about it, Uh, especially if that's you in real life. If that's you in real life, if that's going to be you times 9,000 on the phone. Because, or for most guys, unless you're just like a Harvey Two-Face and you're just really shit in real life, but for some reason you feel more comfortable behind the phone. For most people, the phone only exaggerates and exacerbates your already existing problems. If you're a Mr. Nice Guy in real life and you try and have a man-to-woman interaction over the phone... All of your issues you have in real life, they just get highlighted on the phone. If you aren't able to stay present, take deep breaths, laugh, joke, just, and it's because your vocal tonality and vocal projection and the pacing of your vocals is on point in terms of it's on the point. It's been highlighted. It's spotlighted when you're on the phone because we can't see each other. So it just, it, it only highlights that. So for most guys, your most, the most common issue is that you misread her social cues. You misread the fact that she wants to get a little bit, uh, go to pirate land with you. You, you misread that, which is what Tia was going in, uh, going in on. And so it's a little bit disappointing. It's a little bit disappointing. It's not necessarily a deal breaker for a girl, but on the vice, like if you hit, if you hit that on the versa, if you can have a great showing in a phone interaction with a girl first before having met each other, it it kind of it like I said before, it's super it 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 almost preloads the physical interaction that you guys have. It gets you off on instead of step one, you're at step ten now. And I've I've seen that happen several times in my life where where girls that I just initially met through online and then we had phone sex and then we met up in real life, it's like we already known each other for so long. It feels like you've known each other for so long. Again, going back to my point of that, the phone sex itself is not the point. It's the connection that you guys set up. Still not primary though. Still not primary. T coming in saying lighting is fine. And then aha, yup. Aha, yup. We've got an aha, yup in here. Uh, in real life too, not very sexually expressive. Yeah, yeah. MX Hockey then came in saying, you've got to put yourself out there. Uh, do slash say things you find entertaining rather than trying to do the perfect thing. The Karens will block you. But you'll get some normal girls with strong connections. Uh, Connor Bowers then says mutual agreement. Yeah, okay. I'm just looking through the Karen's message there. But you'll get some normal girls with strong connections. Okay, he might be talking on a slightly different point than what I'm going on, but I want to get derailed here. So, so when we're setting up this conversation on a whim, and yeah, we were just describing where the most problems are going to be at, but I want to, I want to take the example of you're that Mr. Nice Guy. Because that's going to be most guys listening to this, right? So let's say you listen to this 
I'm good with setting up on a whim. Let's say it's a Friday night, 8.30 p.m. Uh, maybe you got a couple hours before you're going to meet your mate. As I took the example last week, T was going to go ahead and meet Ski at APC at 10 p.m. He's calling this. He's, he realizes it's 8 p.m. You know, he's got a couple hours to kill. And there's a girl that he knows that I oh, could give a call to. I've already done all the preloaded work that we talked about. So goes ahead, gives her a call. Now, right off the beginning, this is now where we're going to dive into the tactics, really the tactics of the phone sex itself, how you know you're going to be able to actually go into it or not, if it's something you do want to go into. And it's actually, it's it's so simple, but the mistakes you will make are, are so not obvious. While the steps to going into it almost seem childish, which they should be, it's like my system of meeting women uh, in general or interactions in general, open qualification investment clothes. It's so simple, but... The mistakes are not so obvious because you're one of one. You're just you and you don't know you're making these mistakes until you ask someone or until you play back your experience with someone and say, well, this is what I did. And then someone like me will go, well, hang on a second. Why did you do that? And then we will like, oh yeah, I'm not sure why I did that. So you call up this girl. It's 8 p.m. You got a couple hours to kill, right? It's on a whim. Maybe that's scaring you, but you did it anyway. She picks up and you're like, maybe it's true. Are we going to take this from someone who has absolutely no idea? Yes, we will. Okay. So some of you, I can already hear the voice in my head of the absolute Jeffrey now saying, but why am I calling, Adam? Why am I calling? <laughs> why am I calling? You're calling because it's the moment. That's all you need to know. Like, guys, like, I need to have a reason to call. Like, am I, am I going to call her because we're going to set up a date? or because No. When you call on a whim, your reason for calling, because just like the girl that I spoke to yesterday, when she said to me, when we, when I... Later on in the afternoon yesterday, when she called me, I happened to be in meditation, so I didn't catch it. 20, 30 minutes later, when I came out of meditation, and I was so laxadent, I was so chilled out, uh, I saw the missed call on WhatsApp, so I hit her back, she picks up immediately, and after, you know, I, pick, I called up like, hey, what's going on, because I'm so, so like, just in the flow of things, and she's the complete opposite energy, she was really like, she seemed like she had just come from work, like that's the type of energy she was in. And she was just getting out of the car or something. She was in the car. I don't think she was just coming from work, but she was in that energy, like kind of a little bit, a little bit cold, a little bit stiff. And but I'm like, I'm like marshmallow. I'm an absolute marshmallow at that point. And she asked me. She goes, so what? So why did you want to talk? And so why did you want to talk? What's interesting though is that using that super feminine voice, she doesn't have a super feminine voice, so it doesn't make sense in my head. But for you guys the girl that you might be speaking to might have a more feminine voice. So, and also just to differentiate between my voice and her voice. So, you know, she, she, she might, she would definitely going to ask you like, Oh, what? Uh, so why do you want to call? Well, a lot of girls will. It's like, what? Uh, there will be an inference of like, what's the reason for calling which is why I guess some Jeffries would get really confused on that. But ever since I was 13, the reason for calling is always the moment, which is that, Hey, I just, I'm literally fucking, what I said to her last night was that I literally just finished meditating and uh, yeah, had to talk to you, had to talk to you, just had to talk to you. That's it. It's that simple. But the mistake you'll make, not so obvious, is in trying to reason with a woman as to why you were, uh, why you're calling. Oh yeah, no, I just had a moment, just had had a moment and uh, and yeah, I was going to ask you about that thing. I was going to ask you about that thing that you mentioned the other day. You know, you, you said that you you were playing basketball. Did you have your basketball game yet? Or you you said you were you just got, you went out uh, with your friends last night and you had a hangover. And I wanted to know if you got over your hangover. You know, <laughs> they get into 
this uh, this reasoning mode. They get into reasoning mode, and I just would not recommend. I would not recommend because one, it's inauthentic. You, generally speaking, if you're calling, and I said this to T last week, it's in the fucking way. I said this to T last week that if you are going to call, and this is not this is the main point, not the nuances of if you were just literally walking out of a supermarket, which was always going to follow on. Remember that point, we were always going to follow on uh, to a call later that night. Right? If you're going to call her at 3 p.m. on a Saturday, you're just doing that because it's a bit of fun, but you know you're going to call her later that night. And that's the main point we're on right now. That I was going to go in, I'm prepared to go into phone sex. Not that that's necessarily the goal, but I'm prepared for it. That I'm ready for it. And that I'm not just calling to be a nice guy. And this is like a really hardcore point. This is something you really need to dial into is that we're not calling just to be friends. We're not calling just to have a nice, friendly chat, right? Now, it may become that. Holy fuck, look at this. <laughs> Jesus, can't get a break here. Uh, it may become a nice, friendly chat because you realize, actually, she's just not the type of girl I, I thought she was. We don't have the connection that I thought we did. It's not really playing out the way I did, so I don't need to force or press uh, you don't, that's maybe a mistake that I remember making when I was a little bit younger, which is that when you, especially when you get into the routine of phone sex and just how it goes and how simply it can happen, you, when it's not happening, you kind of try and force it. That's a mistake, but I guess that's not the mistake that most of you guys have been making. Maybe if you guys want to know more about that, you can drop a question in the chat box. We'll get to that later, but we'll come back here and say that. Not calling to be nice, not calling to be friends, which is why if you actually do have a connection with the girl and if she's actually in the right vibe, as I said last week, the phone sex happens very quickly or the way that you guys dive into it, not that the, it's over very quickly, actually it can last quite a long time, it can last all night really, but your initiation of it becomes comes very quickly. So we're just, we're just going to have to go with this. We'll go with this. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to use the same story that I used of T last week, but I know there's a few of you that were there last week, so maybe I'll just create something different. We'll create something just for the sake of it. It's a little bit different. I'll give you both examples, actually. We'll go both examples because we didn't really get that last week. Both examples in which that uh, you do get a, a green light and an example where you get a red light. So let's go of, let's go of red light first then because that's just easy to take care of. So let's say you call up. All right, you say you call up. You say she's like, "Hey, and you're like, yeah, what's up?" It's I was, you know, I was literally just meditating, and uh, had to give you a call. Had to give you a call. She's like, "Oh, it's nice." Well, and this is point right here. No, oh, it's nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just just uh, just got done working. Or yeah, actually. So, what is it that you've been doing today? And all of a sudden, you just hear in her voice. There's no emotion. It's log- It's just devoid of all emotion, and it's very logical. If a girl hits you with that right off the bat, pretty much at that point, that's a red light. That's a red light that this girl is not in the frame of mind. And any person with common sense should be able to read this. But I have to understand in these these sessions I do with you guys, common sense comes through experience. And if you have no experience of this, you might be inclined to not act with the common sense. So if you, the principle here is what does a red light mean that indicates that probably not a good time to go on the phone sex, emotionally devoid and very logical. If she's giving you emotionally devoid responses that are very clean cut, very closed, there's no open-endedness to it. There's no linger. There's no, there's no upward inflictions and there's no femininity to it. 
I'm going to say femininity, that that kind of wildness to it in which that it's very inviting, it's very exciting, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's tempting. She's like the bear, she's almost kind of asking you to poke her. You know, if you want to use a little bit of a visualization there, but if you if the bear is just standing there with their arms crossed, you're not going to try and poke it. But maybe she's kind of rubbing that belly, that, that belly. She's rubbing that honeypot, son. Uh, you know, whatever. She's giving you those uh, those ideas of like, well, as the example of last week, if you call up a girl and if say for just now for a green light example, what does that linger sound like? What does that femininity sound like? You know, my parents just left. It's just me at home. Yeah, I'm not really doing too much tonight. What are you doing tonight? You know, just you see, with my I when I'm trying to emulate a feminine being, my body changes with it as well. It all comes as one package. When a girl is giving you a green light, it all comes together. Now I know you can't see her, but but you can hear it. You can always hear it. Now you won't hear it if you're a motherfucking gas bagger who's just lawn mowing, just. As it's like, yeah, hey, what are you up to today? What are you been doing today? I want to see what you're doing today. You know, if you're just like machine gunning out. So this is a, we're getting a lot of tactics in right now. Now we're really getting the flow here. Uh, next, next little piece of nugget of advice to you is breathe. Slow down. When you're on the phone specifically, in those first five minutes, when you're very new, you have no experience, you will be inclined to turn into Jeff's mowing. You will become Jeff's mowing. <laughs> Perfect for Jeffrey. In which that, it's uh, <laughs> supposed to be Jim's mowing. Man, let's say you're Jeff's mowing. And, uh, <laughs> and so you're going to go out like a lawnmower. You're, you're going to cut her off a lot. And that's one of the biggest mistakes you can make in a real life interaction when I'm coaching my clients on bootcamp. If say that you're getting through qualification and you got through qualification and you got into investment, one of the biggest mistakes guys make in investment is that they don't even allow her to invest. They'll ask a question based on investment going, yeah, so anyway, so what is it that you do actually study? Nice, nice and chill. It's a real question. Fantastic. You just got to imagine two people standing on the street right now. And then she begins by saying, oh, well, I actually started uh, mechanical engineering. But the, and then as she goes to continue her point, you cut in and go, oh, mechanical engineering? Fuck, well, I know this about mechanical engineering or what does that mean? And you you interject, you intercept her ability to actually invest. This is why I said before, if you have issues in real life interactions, they only get highlighted in the phone. So if you're, if you're an absolute Jeffrey coming in, I should have said this. There's so many things though. That's like, I, I can't say should have because they're just going to pop up organically here. Slow down. When I caught up that girl last night, it was prime that I had just come out of meditation. But even if I hadn't just come out of it, so I was ultra slow. I was allowing, if you imagine, this was, this was legitimate representation of the speed of the conversation. Yes, so imagine she's, you're her, or listening to her. She goes, oh, yeah, so what, do you, what have you been up to today? She was talking at a normal speed. And then I would go, she's like, so what have you been up to today? Yeah, you know, I've actually just been chilling. Been so relaxed. Hitting up the cold showers. Just fucking around outside. I even chased a cat down the street. <laughs> it's truth. But that pacing. There's no fear of her intercepting. There's no, because the fear is that 
oh, what if I run out of things to say? Oh, what, what if I can't get out what I'm going to say and she misinterprets it and she cuts me off? Oh, what if I come off as boring? Huh? Right? And so then to counteract that, you start, you start Jim's mowing. You start Jeff's mowing in which that you just like, you take exactly what I just said. Oh, yeah, I've actually just been chilling, just been relaxing. I was down on the beach a little bit before I was doing some cold showers and I was like, chase a cat down the street. And it's just like, what? Too much. Fucking too much. Slow it down. I realize we're just going into the principles of phone interactions in general here. <laughs> I didn't really know what we were going to do with this session <clears throat> beyond the actual to honey dick you guys. Like how, what's a good way of actually running the phone sex itself. That's, that's some stuff that I knew we would get into, but I'm realizing now that we're actually kind of just doing a Adam's guide to phone interactions rather than just phone sex itself, because the phone sex will come as a result. But the principle I'm just want to tie up here, my friends, is that slow the fuck down, slow it down. There is no rush. If you were calling her in a rush, you wouldn't be calling her. All right. You wouldn't be calling her. Get yourself into a position in which that you're not going to be rushed and act so. Okay, it's going to allow you to deliver. And it's going to allow you to sit down on your voice, which you would have heard me just do right there. Which when you rush, when I rush, I took up really high and I took out the roof of my mouth. When you slow down, you can sit into your voice. Everything comes off way more sensual, more sexual, because you have time to actually control how the vocalization is coming out. Slow down. And if, and if slowing down means that your mind goes blank, that's a natural result. It is a natural result of slowing down, like physically slowing down the pace at which you're talking. It is a natural result that your mind goes blank more. You're entering real flow. You're entering the truth in which that actually there's not a lot to be said. And even on the phone, people can hear you smile. This is a really key point. People can hear you smile. And that there's a very big difference between someone who is going blank because they're in their mind and someone who is going blank because they're smiling. Because they're just enjoying the moment. I had, was, most of my conversation last night with this girl was just like that. And most of my conversations with girls are just like that. And most of my in, real life interactions are just like that. In which that I will go blank during an interaction because I'm just so lost if it's a real interaction in her eyes. And God, and that's the fear. The fear is that, well, guys fear, what if I, what if I run out of things to say? And yet for me, that's, that's the golden ground. That is the target. That is the goal. I would like nothing more than to run out of things to say and just to be there in the present moment with her and sit into it. It's obviously a very different result or a very different outcome than the guy who's fearing running out of things to say. <laughs> I guess that also ties into the phone sex as well. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. All right. Chut the mate. Because you're so worried about what it means if there's a moment of silence. Right? And then so you actively counteract that. But coming back on, we are definitely getting to just generally speaking phone interaction bolts, nuts and bolts. But slow it down, okay? To the point of what I actually probably brought this topic up for, slow it down so you can actually read her social cue, hear her social cue. I'm so used to saying read, but you can't see her. Hear her social cues. Green light versus red light is where this all began. If she's giving you emotionally devoid answers, very closed, very cut and dry, kind of like chalk, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like that type of conversation. Then you know. Then you know. Put the coconut oil away, right? Put it away and just, you know, and actually what would be best? You guys, is it, is it good to, if you know that it's going to be a bit of a cut and dry conversation, should you be getting into a, should you extend it? Should you try and, should you try and convert? Is, it, is, this, the, is this the mindset? Okay, oh, let's start it right here. For those of you up in this chat, what do you think? If you get a red light off the bat, if you get a red light off a girl when you go to call her on a whim on that Friday night and you're supposed to be meeting ski at fucking 10 p.m., you've got two hours. Say I give you two hours, you call her at 8 p.m. I want your answers in the chat right now. What do you think is the best option out of the three? To abort mission, right? To just abort and to just get the hell out of there, right? Like essentially end the conversation within the next couple of minutes because you sense she's just not in that free-flowing, fun, uh, looking to have a bit of a, uh, bit of a bit of a bat on here, a bit of a chop on here of you. Are you going to... That's option A. Option B, to to hang in there for as long as it takes to convert, to allow her time to warm up, to allow her time to, uh, to unshackle, unshackle her cold restrictions on her mind and be maybe open to something a little bit more fun. That's option B. Option C is to progress as if it was a green light anyway. As in try and escalate the situation anyway, which we talked about last week. We haven't gone in yet in this seminar session yet. But what does that look like in which that you're going to try and escalate the conversation to a very sexual level very quickly? So a girl gives you a red light, aka emotionally devoid and uh, very logical. You have three options. I want your answers in the chat. What do you think is the best option? And then I'll give you the, I'll give you the real juice. Option A. Option A, abort mission real quick, as in just end the conversation within the next couple of minutes and just leave it on, leave it on a high note, so to speak. Uh, option B, just try and convert. Spend as long, take two hours if you need to, to try and convert. Uh, her emotional set point, her emotional state, give her a chance to get into it. Uh, or part three, to act as if it was a green light and just essentially throw up the Hail Mary. Right, and just kind of go with that. Got a couple, uh, got a couple, a couple of answers up in here. <laughs> Dear loading one, I don't know who came out there. Uh, says abort. So he's gone with option A. You'll have other opportunities later, and no need to rush, especially if you can't meet up physically. Okay, Mister Loading. T comes in with the next one, coming in saying option D. Uh, just have a regular chat and end it in about thirty minutes. So, so what T said there is his own version of option A, in which that he's just changed the time stipulation. Because option A is what essentially what T said of just having you know having a good chat but keeping it really short. He's essentially saying having a good chat by ending it in about thirty minutes. He did put a question mark on the end of it. So, I mean, listen, guys, there is option in infinite. There's, there's many, many, many options. I'm giving you the three most likely. The three that, and not just the most likely, the three that provide the key points of learning. So, uh, T, what you said there is really just an amalgamation of, or a chimera, 
<laughs> of option A. So I'm going to lop you in with option A, but just extending you. I'm just going to interpret that, but just take that you're trying to get out there in 30 minutes or so. Okay. Uh, Exil then comes in saying, I pick A, as in the abort. Uh, but then he says, but these answers, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's okay. It's okay if you don't know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Connor Bowser comes in saying, uh, unless drunk or she's overseas distance, then don't do uh, phone sex. So I think he is saying option A as well. Are you saying option A? Keep, just be more specific. He's saying just... But no, then you're saying two. You're saying two completely different things. You're not even in the same conversation as us. You're saying unless she's drunk or is overseas distance, then don't do phone sex in general. I completely disagree with both of those things. I've had amazing phone sex with girls that are both drunk and overseas at the same time. I don't, you're in a totally different conversation. You're in a different universe right now, Connor. Are you high right now? Because that has got nothing to do with what we are currently talking about. I appreciated this. So anyways, Ivan, uh, Mr. Lopez, Lopez's son comes in saying, C, just being, he's selected option C, saying, just being sure she gets the vibes, I'm trying to flow in. If she doesn't bite, then abort. She could not be in the place needed, aka mentally ready. She could not be in the vibe. She could not be mentally in the right place for this. Okay. So we've actually got a whole spread. This is very interesting. We've got a whole spread. But for those of you that picked option A, that is, you are correct. That is the number one option. And then we'll go, we'll unpack all these though. I'd just like to give you guys a bit. It's good. It's interesting. We don't normally get a spread. We don't normally get a spread like this. Normally like, it's like 80% say one. And then there's like a little bit of a discrepancy between two of you guys. Uh, but that's interesting. So anyways, let's, let's dial it back up here. When Dan, Lo- Dan Loading said abort, uh, as in option A, because you'll have opportunities later and there's no need to rush, especially if you can't meet up physically. He's hit so many amazing points right there. I had to uh, curtail my excitement. However, there's one thing that he hasn't said there and that it is a uh, is, is, is a Disney magic concept. It is a, is a, it's not perseverance. I always get that word mixed up. Preservation. There we go. The preservation of the magic between you two. So if you guys, because remember, this is the first conversation. Why is option A the best out of the three? Just to recap there, option A being abort real quick, within the five minutes and just leave it on a high note when you realize that she's not in. Uh, B, spend as much time as possible to try and convert her emotional state. Or then C, to uh, act as if that the green light was there and to actually just overdrive, sexualize it from the beginning anyways. So of those three options, option A is 100% best. Every 10 times out of 10, if I receive a girl that is giving me that red light off the get, right, I want to preserve the ability for us to create a magical moment together. Only if you have extensive experience out in real life will this concept be a no-brainer. But if you don't have extensive experience out in real life, especially with setting up day twos, this point needs a little bit of explaining. So, we, as, as always, these phone interactions are just a uh, myopic, uh, yeah, little beast. It's a little beast off of our real-life interactions. But if you have a real-life interaction, let's say you're out there on the street, absolute dying piece walks by, have an amazing interaction, open qualification investment closed, it goes by, done, sealed up. Yes, sir. The moment that interaction ends, let's even say you went on an instant date. Let's say you had 
let's take it even to the extreme. Let's say you had a two-hour, three-hour instant date, the fucking girl of your life. It was the most incredible experience of your life. You guys formed such an amazing connection. Let's say you guys even kissed on that instant date. And it's just the best, the very best this could have ever been. The moment you two see each other off, that interaction has become a flame and is now running out of gas. There, It has a clock on it now. The longer it takes for you two to bridge to the next interaction, that flame is going down. The, as I refer to as the Disney magic, the specialness, the excitement, the rush that you two had from this incredible experience, that's on the way down the moment you two leave each other. So if you take, and this normally, I discussed this point in the day two's content, saying that, What's best to set up a day two in a week's time, but you get a whole hour, uh, sorry, you get a whole day together, or is it better to set up a day two the next day, but you only get an hour? So AKA see her as soon as possible, but only for a very short amount of time, or see her much, much further down the track, a week, two weeks later, but you are guaranteed an entire day together. All day, every day, I will take the ability to be able to see her as soon as possible. Why? Because of that flame. Because of that flame. That flame needs to be stoked pre-sex, pre-establishment uh, of our real masculine to feminine energy connection. That is a very, very, that's, that's a fire you don't want to play with. That, that, that's a fire that's running on a clock. Now, that's the real life principle in terms of meeting each other in real life. Now you can see where it comes in and for an interaction. It's just a more hybridized, it's just a hybridized version in which that on a phone interaction and this, we've never seen each other. We've never physically met with each other. We have one shot at the magic together. Just like you do in real life, right? You have one shot at meeting each other for the first time. You have one first date. You have one first instant date. You have one, one opportunity to bridge from the time that we first met into the day two. So you better optimize and capitalize for what's going to give us the biggest return on our magic. The biggest return on our magic. So let's take it back to the phone now. If I understand this principle... Well then, instead of, and I get a girl who is just not down. She's not in the vibe. She is giving me red lights. Well then, instead of wasting that magic and what could have been that magical moment together, I'm out. I'm out because I realize she's not in the right space for it, which is why, who was it that nailed it? Was it Dan Loading? I think it was Dan Loading. When Dan Loading said, you have other opportunity later. Bang. Why is he correct on that? Abundance mentality. Absolutely. If you're able to call her once, there's no reason why you aren't able to call her again at another time when it suits best for both of us, when she could be in a much better state and vibe. Fantastic. Next point that he said there, there's no need to rush. And that rushing, that rushing, which is why when Ivan Lopez said C, like if you guys want to look at, I always give you a hierarchy of which answers were least incorrect because we already have the, inc- the correct answer. But if you look at the difference between B and C, as in B, just drawing it out for two hours and hoping to convert her, that is the absolute worst. You are going to drain all of the potential magic this conversation could have had. You're going to show that you have no social awareness, no social savviness. There's no, there's no flame at all. It's just a wet blanket. So definitely that's the absolute worst. Ivan, when he said C, it's still, I definitely wouldn't go with it but it's definitely not the worst. It's not the evilest of the evils. When Ivan said he would choose C, just being sure she gets the vibes, I'm trying to flow in. Uh, but if she doesn't bite, then abort. 
you know, I like that he covered with if she doesn't if she doesn't bite. But Ivan, what the mistake with that is in that you're not you're actively signing up and you're actively choosing to not read her social cue. That's why that's still incorrect. If you read that she's read, right, you need to understand that she's read and reciprocate, which is why option A, and actually T through an option D, which was an amalgamation of option A, in which that he said, just have a regular chat, but end it in about 30 minutes. The reason why option D is still no good T is for the same reasons as option B, because it's just a wet blanket. You're draining all of the magic out of the interaction. If you realize there is not an opportunity to listen, T, I know you're a Pokemon fan. If you, I know you're a Pokemon fan. If you, if you're fucking, if you're, <laughs> if you're Cyndaquil, if you're Cyndaquil back in the early seasons and you realize and you're Ash and you realize that, okay, today's just not the day. He just can't get his flame up today. Well then just put him back in the Pokeball. Put him back in the fucking Pokeball. Like, don't don't subject him to the brutal beating that he's about to take on. All right? Just bring him back in the ball. We'll fight another day. Similar, and that's in the Pokemon example, but we will interact another day is what we're talking about. But Ivan, I would highly recommend uh, against C, dissuade you against C, because she knows. I understand why you've chosen C. You've chosen C because you want to just make sure that she gets you being direct. And for those of you that weren't particularly clear on what does that, what does it see even sound like? Because we haven't even actually gone into that yet. Only those who watched last week's session would have had an idea of what C actually sounds like in terms of taking the conversation to a sexual level very quickly. Well, what that would have sounded like, like if we're going to play Ivan's situation out here, and I just want to, I want to, because it's quite important. So you get a red light off the bat in which that she goes, yeah. Oh, so you go, hey, what's going on, girl? Just fucking came out of the sauna. I'm in my fluffy towel. <laughs> AC. And I thought I'd give you a call. And she's like, oh, that's great. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm actually just cooking dinner right now. Or just about to start cooking dinner, you know. And you're like, okay. There's a huge misread. Not misread, just misalignment of energy. So what Ivan is choosing to do is to, just to make sure that she knows that I'm still being direct, to go with a great as as an interpreter as a green light so to speak and to go very sexual and go well listen you need to as to the principles of last week and we'll get more into this later that hey listen forget about dinner you need to go into your bedroom right now that would be a complete misread of her energy and would actually show her it would actually do much more damage it would that would do more damage than option b which is why option B is slightly better than option C. Both of them do tremendous damage, but that does even more damage because there's one, there's pretty much nothing more that a girl hates than a guy's inability to read her and to understand her. So if you try and get sexual with a girl when she's clearly attempting to tell you that she doesn't want that, that's it, game's over. You may as, you just, that's the biggest fail you could make. I do like though that you said that you still wanted to you're not doing it out of a sleazebag mentality. And I totally understand that, Ivan. I understand that you're doing it from the perspective of that. I just want to make sure that she knows that this wasn't just a friendly thing. Fantastic. However, my friend, the way you start the conversation, the way you open this phone sex conversation, or this conversation, this phone interaction that could potentially lead to sex over the phone, that's direct enough. That's intent enough. It's very similar to in a real life interaction, 
Once you get past the open, you should never, ever need to reestablish why you are there. So many of my clients in, in, the real, in the real thing, when it comes to closing, they get really insecure and they feel like they have to reiterate why it is that they are closing. So they'll go through a great interaction, open qualification investment, get to close. They realize, okay, instant day is not viable because she's not available for time uh, right now. So, okay, we're going to go for the next best option. We're going to seed with a story. Okay, listen, another time we're going to get an adventure together. Let's fucking do it. Let's exchange details. And it's just so you know, just because I think you're really cute. Just, just, and also, just, yeah, listen, I think you're really beautiful. And I think another time we should really get to know each other. They feel like they have to reiterate why it is that they're there. Assume that if you are at that stage of the interaction, she's down because she is. If a woman does not want to be there with you, she won't be. She will not be. She will drop you like a sack of potatoes if she does not want to be there. So you don't have to ever reiterate intent past that point. Now, that's in a real life interaction. How's the principle apply on phone? You should have already established direct intent off the get. Direct intent, Ivan, is established well back on Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble, in which that you've already told her, you've already said to her, listen, I thought you were real cute. I had to say hey. I thought you were beautiful. I had to say hey. I thought you were a little bit kind of crazy, but kind of sexy at the same time. I had to say hey. She knows that. She knows why you're calling, right? Unless you have just been this absolute fruitcake, this absolute fruitcake that has just been trying to friend it up the entire way through, then yes, it would make sense. I guess it would kind of make sense to try and go sexual hard right off the get. But like I always say to my clients, we never try and reverse engineer bullshit. We don't try and re- reverse engineer a mistake. We just fix the mistake from the get, which is that if you didn't convey direct intent, you need to go back and convey direct intent. Okay. Well, now, of course, we can't go back in time. You just have to learn that for the next interaction. But don't worry about, Ivan, do not worry about having to uh, make sure she knows that you're into her. She knows. You're calling her at this stage? She knows, okay? And can see, that would have led you to make a real big mistake as well. So hopefully that makes sense to you. Uh, Exilion came in saying, thank you, sensei. Arigato gozaimasu. Uh, you made me learn about going for having an entire day with the girl versus 30 minutes slash two, three hours of a girl. Yeah, 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 absolutely, Exil. You, okay, okay, I will take a 30-minute uh, walk with a girl the next day versus an entire day a week later. The flame, the magic, and thank you, Exil, for actually popping that in because that's just to recap this point right here. Why option A was best? Option A was best, just to reiterate, because it's a preservation of the magic. If you know that we can't have magic tonight or today, then there's no need to waste that. Why would you waste that? Just acknowledge what it is. And uh, and remember how I say it's not abort immediately. It's not like you just go, all right, we'll see you. Like the moment you realize she's a red light. No, have a little back and forward. You know, just see what's up, see how her day's been. And there may be a chance she might just convert herself. She might hear the relaxed nature of your voice. She might just feel that, hey, this guy's really uh, feeling it tonight. Why the hell am I not? You know, because girls can, it's a mirror. It's a mirror. Uh, the girl I was talking to last night was in a little bit of a weird headspace, but I was in such a good headspace. And it's, it's very obvious. 
So over time, she starts to chill out a little bit. Uh, not too much time, though, is the principle of option A. Who we got now? Who we got next? T then came in saying, yep, yep, I got you now. Yeah, mate, yeah, makes sense. Sal then comes in saying, what's up, mate? Good to have you here, Sal. Quick question, what's one fear you have in life, if any? <laughs> Good question. I'll get to that when we're in open Q&A. Uh, T then comes in saying, a girl I called last night said she was scheduling her week out when I called <laughs> So red light, uh, but I kept the convo going for around 40 minutes. Oh, just chatting. Shit. Uh, but didn't have the Disney magic energy. So T has literally made the mistake of what we've just gone on. So we caught up a girl last night. She started the phone conversation by saying that she was scheduling her week out, which is obviously a red light. There's no... There's no emotional lingering of that. There's no innuendo to what could be happening. Okay, my parents are out. Uh, you know, it's just doing my washing. You know, just fucking around, not doing much. What are you doing? What are you doing, right? There's none of that. She's literally just telling him, I'm just scheduling my week out. Uh, and But he decided to stay, the com- stay on the conversation for 40 minutes. Now, listen, if that's your best mate, if that's a girl that you've known for a while, fine, fine. Do it. If this is a girl that you've just met under sexual pretense, you've got sexual intent for it, you've given her direct intent, that's an absolute nosedive. That's uh, that's flying your plane straight into the ground. And it's not that you can't recover, but like I said, we never attempt to reverse engineer bullshit. Yes, there are definitely ways to recover if you make mistakes, but why would I tell that? Why would we go into that if we can just get it right from the beginning? If we can just get it right from the hajime, the itch, ni, sun, hajime, why wouldn't we? That's what I'm talking about here, T. So I thank you for sharing that, though. That was really good. Itch, ni, sun, hajime. Itch, ni, sun, hajime. If that's something you could just drill into your mind every time you have a uh, phone conversation with a girl, <laughs> if you're the type of guy that makes a lot of these mistakes, just before you go, before you pick up the phone, before you get your phone out of the fridge, because it should have been in the fridge, that's an old school reference. Uh, before you get your phone out of the fridge to go call this girl, shout, shout out to anyone in the chat who knows that reference. If you know why your phone should be in the fridge before calling a girl, drop it in the chat. I want to see if anyone knows. You have to be old school though. You have to have seen some old shit to know that one. Uh, anyways, if you could just in your mind, I, I'm, very, I'm very big on trigger phrases that encapsulate entire philosophies into a short phrase. Ich nisan hajime is a good one. In which that, what does that mean? Get it right from the beginning. So, slow down. So then that would trigger in your mind, get it right from the beginning, ich nisan hajime. For those who don't speak Japanese, one, two, three, begin. Uh, what does that mean? Well, it means get it right from the beginning. And what does that mean? Oh, I often rush. How am I not getting it? I rush. I drain the magic from the interactions, so make sure I don't do that. Don't rush. Don't drain the magic from the interactions. Read her signals if you're Ivan and you, you're going to make a mistake on uh, trying to escalate far too quickly and being really socially uncalibrated in that way. Okay, I'm not going to do that. It's like a recap. It's a refresh. And that's just a training wheel. I'm not saying for, once you get a handle on this, once you get a handle, we are in the nuts and bolts deep dive of 
uh, these phone interactions right now because it's worth explaining. And I'm I'm one of I'm one Adam, but I'm talking as if you're everyone to everyone. There's going to be someone out there who has some form of every mistake. So, so anyways, that's good. Anyways, getting back on here. Uh, Ivan then came in saying, I totally agree when you are shown with red flags, don't proceed. Just that in practical cases, based on experience, girl was in a living room with the family, so she couldn't respond accordingly there. Absolutely. And that's what I said before, Ivan, that we don't hang up immediately. Like a red light off the get just means that we're not trying to interpret it as a green light off the get. But if you have two, three minutes just to work out the context of the situation, that's fine. As long as you're just not doing it so blatantly and obviously ignoring that she's just not down for it. So he gave a little more context there, which is good. But to reiterate the main point there, guys, do not be, in regards to Ivan, that, yeah, you can take time to to ascertain the context. Like if she's with her family in the living room, that's why she might be giving you a red light. Okay, that's a very nuanced-based situation. But I'm talking about when you obviously read she's just not down, but you try and progress it anyway, that's a no-go. And then Ivan then went on to say, and he heard doubt in her voice, so I'm just making sure everything is on my 50. Yeah, nice. Okay, DM Loading 1 then came in saying, so you don't keep checking, check, (laughs) you don't keep check waiting for a reply. You've got stuff to do living your life, so her reply isn't the most important thing, and you don't act too eager. So he's responding to why you've got to keep your phone in the fridge. DM Loading, how long have you been following my content for? What's your first day? Do I know you? Do you know? Have we met in person? Because unless you're just logically deducing why you might keep your photo in the fridge, or do you actually know where that reference comes from? Because it sounds like you're just logically deducing why one might want to keep his photo in the fridge before going and uh, calling a girl. <laughs> but there's, the reason why I brought it up is because there's actually a story behind that. Well, there's a, there's a uh, contextual point. But you definitely nailed it. You fucking nailed it. If you're having to check a girl, if you're checking a girl's messages again and again, seeing if she replied, just go and put your phone in the fucking fridge and go for a walk. And that's a, it's a reference to like 2016. Ah, anyways. He says, uh, Dan Lodi says, lol, no, been been watching your content since the absolute guide to day two. Right, right, right. So, so basically it was a, on a, you can go back on the channel. The video is still there. It was a little Q&A session live Q&A, in-person Q&A at a bowl session in Melbourne in which uh, I was just on the lawn in the State Library with like 15 guys and uh, it was one of the points that came up in a Melbourne Q&A session at the end of a bowl. Anyways, let's get on here. Let's get back here. We, that was a night. I love the class sesh. I love the class sesh. So now we've ascertained what red light means, what to do in the event of a red light. Yeah. and we're not how we're, we're pretty deep into this but we're still not actually we haven't actually got to the nuts and bolts of the actual phone sex mechanics don't worry guys don't fucking worry keep it in your pants we will get there but all of this stuff is so much more important because phone sex just like real sex is not so much about the physical penetration or the voice penetration it is about the space and the comfort that you set up that allows someone to feel like they could let go into that otherwise it's never going to be good anyway you're never going to get an organic interaction anyway. So it's really key that you go through these things. And just taking a moment here. If you're up in this chat and you're enjoying this content, please drop a thumbs up on the video. That'd be most appreciated. Help support the channel. Help support what's going on here. 
Don't worry, Sal. I'll get your questions later when we get to open Q&A. However, this is going to be a long sesh, longer sesh because this is seminar content. Going on here. So, so now what about the green light? This is, this is the juicy stuff we got in last week when girls were whipping their tits out, that T was saying. And he had some girls that wanted to whip their tits out, but he didn't let them. He didn't fucking let them. <laughs> I don't worry, T. I ripped you on that last week. I won't rip you again on it this week. Uh, okay, so let's take the example of the green light. Let's say now that you call up, you get her. Hey, listen, just got done fucking meditating. It popped into my mind. There's many a times where I've just finished a meditation session and a girl pops into my mind. I go, oh, yeah. And it, literally the thought ends there, better call her. But if you're the type of guy that goes, oh, but I don't know if I'm ready. Oh, I'm not sure what to say. Oh, that's what, that is why you should be calling her. You shouldn't be calling her if you think you have something to say. Don't call her then because then it's going to come out extremely contrived. The best conversations are the ones that just happen on the wave. The ones just happen where you, you just happen to catch a wave and you happen to see her in the same wave and it's like, hey, we met on the same wave. That, that, and then you guys just join together and you ride the wave together. That's the way it should be. So just kind of using the shuckers here at the same time. So she responds with a green light. What does a green light sound like? It's just the reverse of a red. Extremely emotional, very lingering, very much open to the possibilities. And then now we can illuminate the possibilities and that's when we will now go into the escalation slash meet structure of how the actual phone sex goes. So I guess we're kind of here now. But let's not, let's not shortcut that green light because some of you don't know how to read a green light. A lot of you don't, like, don't know how to read a green light uh, as evidence as last week. So how can I quiz you guys on this to prove that you know what a green light is? Let me give you an example. Give you an example. Oh, no, because I've kind of already given you the answers. So I guess I'll just give you, I'll just paint the example. I've already given you the answers. Anyway, so you, you call her up. Oh, don't worry, I'll find another way to quiz you guys. Don't worry. This, that's, how this, that's how this shit goes. Okay, so you call her up. And yeah, I was just meditating. Fucking thought about you. Had to say hi, right? And of course, there's going to be a lot of pauses in there. It's going to be very slow. And then she's, I'm just shortcutting it for our conversation's sake here. And then she responds with, that's oh, so nice of you, Adam. That's oh, so nice of you, T. Yeah, actually, this is, okay, yeah, I can quiz you on that. And then she goes, oh, that's so nice, yeah. Actually, I'm not even really doing that much tonight. I'm not even really doing much tonight. Please, for those of you in the chat who are switched on, why is that a green light? Yeah, here we go. This is how I can quiz you. Because that, what I just gave you is the full package. That gives you everything you need to know. I call up on a whim saying, yo, I was fucking meditating. I thought chill. I thought about you. I had to say, hey. She goes, oh, that's so nice of you. Actually, you know, I'm not even doing anything tonight. Not even doing anything. To- Why is that a green light? Please put that in the chat. Because this is actually the struggle point for most of you. For most Mr. Nice Guys that aren't willing to whip their cocks out when the time is required, it is because of this. It is because of this one moment in which that the first signal was sent and it just goes, it goes, it goes right over there. All right, who we got up here? And I, I want, I want, there's, there's a few of you up in this chat. I want all of you to piece in. I want to know, and don't just look at the other guys in the chat. Why is it what she said, a green light? It's so nice of you. Um, it's so nice of you. 
actually, I'm not even doing anything tonight. I'm not. Just remember what I said. I just, all I said was that I just fucking finished meditating and I had to fucking call you. Right? Why is it a green light? I want to see multiple profile pictures and multiple responses, especially from the from those of you that were in last week that really struggled with reading a woman's green signal, green light, that yes, I would like to go a little bit deeper. Why is that the signal? Please put up in the chat. I'm not letting you slide on this because I'm not going to, I'm saying this right now. If I don't see, until I see at least five in different guys come in with your five different responses, I'm not even going to get into the mechanics of the actual escalation slash meat structure of how we escalate through phone sex. Because you have to understand this. If you don't understand this, what I'm about to talk about will make no sense. It will make all of no sense. You will be king of no sense land if you attempt to say, but, but Adam, how do I actually do the phone sex? If you don't even know how to read the signal that she wants to go into phone sex, that she's open to it, please. Please, my friends, if you're watching this, do not be just, do not be a potato. Don't be, don't be potatoing up in your lounge room. How, how many responses have we got here? Okay, has, we've got a few. We've got, we've got MX Hockey. We've got Dan Loading 1. That's, that's downloading 1. Infinite Paradox T. Okay, good. Okay, we've got more than five. But I know there's more than five of you watching this right now. So, and guys, listen, it's okay if you're wrong. I can't believe I have to say this every session. But if I was a, uh, if I was a 19-year-old Adam right now and I was watching this session, I'd be fucking flying off the keyboard trying to give my best guess, knowing that the guy hosting this session, he may rip you, but he's going to rip you of love if you're wrong. Right? And that's the only way you'll learn. That's the only way you'll learn. Don't be a first-year uni student. Don't be a first-year uni student. A first-year uni student is a fish. You all sit there in the fucking chute when the teacher says, all right, who wants to go first? And everyone's like, and all you can hear is, don't be that guy. How many have we got? We've got Blake, Exil, Ivan, T, Infinite, Dan, Lloyd. That's about seven of you. <coughs> okay, that's enough for now, but I'm very disappointed in the rest of you. I'm saying that right now. If you're if you're in this live chat and you didn't put a response to what I just said as to why is it a green signal that when you say to a girl, you call her up, you get your fucking Samsung, you hit dial on WhatsApp on fucking Jenny, and you go, hey, hey, stop what you're doing. I was just thinking about you and I said hi. And she's like, oh, it's so nice. Actually, I'm not even doing anything tonight. <laughs> and that's just one example that paints the principle, which is why this is so key, which is why I'm being a real hard ass about this, because it can come out in a million ways. It can come out as, oh, 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 that's really nice. Well, yeah, actually, my parents just left and my sister just left. Or my parents aren't home anymore and it's just me. Or actually, what are you doing right now? You see, all of these responses are just beasts of the same species. I want you to understand the species though. So let me get some answers up in here. There's a quite a few answers coming in. I'm just, I'm just ripping. I'm, I'm, we're running here. So who's the first guy to respond? First person, I should say. First being. 
it was MX Hockey. MX Hockey came on the first response saying, the reason why that's a green light, in brackets, is because she's free, feminine tonality. She's free, feminine tonality. You're definitely correct on the feminine tonality, Mr. Hockey. However, when you say she's free, are you? do you mean that as she's logistically free? As in you're just taking that literally? Or are you talking about, oh, she's free of spirit or free of mind, free of energy? Which one do you mean? Because, yes, it's quite obvious that when a girl says to you, actually, I'm not even doing anything tonight. Okay, yes, she's free. But that's not the principle of, why, of what she's saying. That's just one example. So the feminine tonality, you're a little bit closer to the money with. You need a little bit more specifics there, though. Uh, DM Loading 1 then came in saying, so I'm not giving you a pass or fail for that. You're kind of just in the middle. Uh, DM Loading 1 then came in saying, she's inviting you to take her deeper, dot, 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 dot. If this was in person, that would be the moment that you lead. Yes, sir. Okay. Don't worry, because there's so many responses. I'll, I'll, I'll dive back to them, but Dan Loading's on the money. That's it. That's gold medal right there. That's gold medal, son. That's fucking China in the Olympics, son. And then Infinite Paradox then goes in saying uh, <laughs> that uh, uh, Infinite Paradox then goes in saying she's free and has time to play around. So Infinite Paradox is going on the same line as, as MX Hockey, as in you're reading into the into the literality of her just saying, I'm actually not doing anything tonight, which is not correct as into the question of why it's a green signal. Because you can have a girl give you a red signal saying the exact same thing and just saying that, yeah, I'm actually not doing much tonight. I'm actually not doing much tonight. Yeah, I'm not doing much. Yeah, not doing much tonight. That's not a green signal. That's not a green light. So if you thought that when she said to me, Adam, that's so nice of you. Actually... Not even doing anything tonight. Not even doing that much. If you thought the reason why that can be interpreted as a green signal is because of the literality of her just saying that she doesn't have anything logically to do tonight, you're off. That's a complete fail. That's, you don't even, that's a DNF. That's a did not finish in the Olympics, okay? So you need to rethink about that. I appreciate your response, though. Okay. But to Infinite Paradox's follow-on, he said, but she has time to play around and take the lead. He's a little bit warmer there. He's a little bit warmer. But you just you guys need to get out of the logicality of it and reading into what those words mean because it's much more than that. It's how it is being said. Okay, let's continue on here. Get some more responses in. Uh, <laughs> T then came in saying, she's open for you to lead, emotionally available. Bang. That's gold medal with D and loading. So he gets silver. T came in with the second correct, with the second to come in with the correct response. He gets silver medal, which is that, yeah, you're correct. It's not that his, his answer is any less than correct. It's just the speed in which that he came up with it. Uh, but correct. Open for you to lead. Emotionally available. 100%. Ivan then just came in saying, after that saying, she's available to play. Now, see there, Ivan, are you doing the same thing are you saying, he then went on to say, not the words, the vibes. She said, because Ivan's first response was that she's available to play. Are you putting more emphasis on the play or the availability to play? That is what's really separating those of you who are correct and incorrect. 
You are correct if you are putting the emphasis on her openness to play, but you are incorrect if you're putting the emphasis on her ability to just be available to the playing, as in she has logistical time available. If you're going down that line, you need to rewind this podcast in post and rehash this. Okay? <clears throat> Exil then comes in saying, uh, good vibes. That's why it's a green signal. Yeah, good vibes, but not specific enough. You need to tell me why it's a good vibe. It's definitely a good vibe, but you need to say why. Can't give you a medal for that. Uh, Blake then comes in saying, if she's not doing anything tonight, why the fuck are you only having phone sex simp? Okay, so we've, I'm not sure, Blake seems to be a bit of a hater and uh, he's completely missed the purpose of this podcast. If he was watching from the beginning, we've already addressed his point. So we can disregard that. Uh, MX Hockey then just came out, unless he's just really lost. He could just be really lost and has no idea what we're talking about. So then MX Hockey then comes in saying, flying off the keyboard, Lameo, uh, that's some funny imagery. Flying off the keyboard, yeah. That's how, you should, that's how your response should be, son. Uh, Luis then comes in saying, what is up, everyone? The linger slash tone. Boom. Luis, on point. So that's bronze. That's the, that's you're the third one to come in with the uh, third correct answer, which is that, yeah, absolutely. What you're trying to read there is that the tone and the linger tells you that the openness, the emotion, please take the lead. And some of you were watching last week, so it's good that you did get that. MX Hockey then coming saying both. Ivan saying not the words, the vibes. Good. Okay, recorrected. Uh, MX Hockey then saying, I didn't think that. I meant free of spirit. Oh, back to what he first said. Free of spirit. Good. Good. So if you did if you did say free of spirit, which then again just builds into the emotionality, uh, builds into the lead. I'm um, also just going back to what Blake said. Uh, if she's not doing anything tonight, why are you only having phone sex? Uh, we're only addressing this issue because that's not possible. That's why I think he's super lost because that's why we're addressing this issue. Because if he was here at the beginning, he's he would have heard the 10, 15 minute portion in which that I completely described that this is not primary. We would never be doing this as a primary uh, form of interaction. This is when it's not possible to meet in person. So I think he's just really lost. Oh boy. Anyways, uh, we're here for the lost. Okay. So absolutely guys, the, that, now we can go into the structure of how the phone sex goes down in terms of escalation, meet, escalation, meet, which we discussed last week. But that's going to be real tactics now. But it's really important that you understand that if you're an absolute Mr. Nice Guy, if you're an absolute Mr. Nice Guy and you hear that from a girl, any reform of a response that is open-ended, emotional, lingering, that uh, has the tone of take me, lead me, show me the possibilities. You just, you really need to think about a magic carpet ride here. What you really need to think about is that you want to treat these interactions or these when you're kind of screening is a bit of screening is the right word, but I don't want you to be really that hardcore nerd about it, but just kind of thinking like, well, if this was an adventure, right? What would it sound like if someone wanted to go on an adventure? Would it sound like, oh yeah, actually um, just scheduling out my week right now. Does that sound like someone wants to go on an adventure? Probably not. However, and I think most of you can read that. But the problem is that most of you can't read when someone does want to go on an adventure. Okay, well, I don't, actually, I'm not even doing anything tonight. Right, that, the principle behind why that's a green signal is because she signals to you that I'm ready for an adventure. Please take me there. That's it. All right. Now, the next, the next stage, what we need to get into is do you have the chops? Do you have the chutzpah to 
actually execute on that and to pull the trigger on that. There's going to be a vast proportion of you. We all go through this, actually. There's going to be a very large portion of you that just aren't able to even read that signal. Now you can. There's going to be a slightly less, no, more, slightly larger portion of you guys that now can read that signal or maybe have in the past just been able to read that signal when she's keen, but are unable to pull the trigger, either because of a lack of knowledge or because of lack of confidence. One of the two. You just don't know what to do or you know what to do, yet you're not confident enough to do it. So what is it that we need to do though? What we need to do is that we need to take this magic carpet, we need to take this bull by the horns and to pull it in a completely different direction now. Based on how the conversation has logically gone, which is what we talked about very briefly. Actually, a little more than a little bit briefly. But we talked about good time last week uh, with T. But of course, for those of you that are coming in and didn't see last week, we need to rehash this big time. So, taking the bulls by the horn. Taking the bull by the horn. There we go. What does that mean? That's the principle here. We are going to steer this conversation in a completely different direction. Now we've read the signal that, okay, getting that emotional linger. She's, she's open to the possibilities. Let's go on an adventure here. The adventure will not be gone on. The adventure doesn't begin until you make a clearly defined move to do so. If you're going to sit there and wait for her to instigate the sexual talk, just call up Uber Eats. Call up Uber Eats, put in your order for a chicken korma or a bloody beef rendang and just get get your fucking Pokemon cards out because you're going to be here all fucking night if you wait for a girl to instigate the sexual talk. Now, some girls get so fed up with you. They get so bloody fed up with you that they will take you to the point in which that a girl did with T last week in which that she was saying that, oh my God, let's not get too crazy. I might whip my tits out. And I said that your already tits should be out at that point if, you were, if she's having to say that. She shouldn't have to be saying that. A girl should never have to instigate the sexual talk in a phone sex conversation, which is just a micro principle, a chimera of the real life principle is that if you're in real life, it's never on the woman. It's never her role to instigate the dance of sexual polarity and the, especially with physical escalation. If you're going to fucking sit there and wait for her to do it, well then just wait all night then. Wait all night then and then never see her again, never talk to her again when she goes finds a guy who's willing to do so. All right. All right. There, there are some girls that are too nice. There are some girls that are too nice and that... Uh, do too much leading for you. Just because they, they say you're a nice guy, they say you're struggling. Fuck, I just wish he would lead me. It's just like it's just like Roy. Like Roy and I used to walk through the club or walk through the street <laughs> and he'd say, Adam, look at all these girls around here. They're all just screaming out, why won't somebody approach me? Why won't somebody open me? <laughs> That's what Roy would literally say as we're, when we were first coming up. He would walk, he would... <laughs> I'm always like, Adam, there are so many girls out here just saying, why won't somebody open me? This is the same thing here. And girls are saying this, just not literally. Why won't somebody lead me? Because there are so many guys that aren't fucking willing to do it. And it's the same when it comes to this phone interactions. That you may be able to read that she wants to be lead, but if you don't do it, it's all worth nothing in the end. <clears throat> so, but now you go, okay, Adam, I get that, I get that. But how do we do it? How do you actually do it? Because of the two reasons. I understand that I just have to have the confidence to do it. 
and you've given me the confidence to do it, that actually she wants to be led, that actually she wants me to take the bull by the horns and just fucking lead her into this adventure. Just She wants me to rub the lamp. She wants me to get this magic carpet going up. And I just got to have the confidence to do that. So that should install you with the confidence to do it. Now, part to the other part of what is the block, the fork in the block here, is that, well, I just don't know what to do then. Um, uh, I love it, but I don't know what to do. So here's how we do it. Or, no, since you guys are, since you guys are switched on in here, let's go, let me see if I can, oh, but maybe you guys don't have enough knowledge for me to be able to quiz you on it yet. Okay, okay. Escalation and meat. So like I said before, the conversation doesn't get sexual without your doing so. It's not just going to happen. It's not going to just, just randomly appear somehow. You have to make an active move to do so. Now, okay, now I can quiz you on it. Now this is good. So, I want you guys to give me your best example, your best guess, even if you don't know, which T really struggled with last week. He really just didn't know. He had absolutely no idea how to make that first move to make the conversation sexual. So, I'll help you out, but I want your best guess. I want your best guess as to how, let's go with this conversation thread we've got. Just call, I just called her up, just finished meditating. Yo, Jenny, I just got fucking done meditating thought about you and had to say hey and she's like oh, that's so nice of you adam but i'm not even doing anything tonight i'm not even doing anything tonight take me from there i want your best guess because you've read the signal now and you don't need more than one you don't need more than one one green light's enough for you to now start the process of escalation meet escalation meet now for those of you that watched last week you know what the fuck i'm talking about i haven't discussed it yet we will but escalation meet Notice how it's not meat escalation, it's escalation meat. So you need to escalate it first. I want your best guess as to how you're going to do that. And this is how I help you out for those of you that didn't watch last week. It's not complicated. If you are thinking about a thousand different moves, you're already lost. It's something very simple. Something very simple that would immediately take this conversation into a sexual lane now, into a, way, into a lane that indicates, oh, okay. Okay, cooking oil's coming now, right? That that shift, it's not, don't in your minds think about leagues, distance of shift, or like jumping an entire river. No, it's just one plank. I just need one plank from you. That's going to take the conversation from uh, what would have been just a nice friendly conversation into what, what would a nice friendly version be? It would be, you're not even doing anything tonight? Oh, uh, well, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> right? That would be the worst that you could say, <coughs> which a lot of us would. So instead, instead of saying that, take control of the adventure, make it sexual now, but don't overcomplicate it. It's just one very small thing you could say to her that would indicate to her, okay, we're going down an adventure here tonight, girl, get fucking ready. All right? Give me your best example of that. <coughs> All right, I'll give you some time. <laughs> I'll give you some time. I want at least five responses. I want at least five of you up in there. I know there's at least five of you. I know there's at least five of you that could give me a good response to that. Okay, and please don't go off the other guys in the chat. Just come up with your own, what you think the best thing you would, what your best guess is. Huh? All right, if we were in a legitimate classroom right now and, I, and you just piggybacked off someone else, I'd send you out of the room. I'd send you out of the room. I'd send you to the principal's office and go, this kid's not doing what I'm asking him to. All right? How many have we got here? We got, we got T. 
Andy? Or may Andy might have been answering a different question. There's at least T, Ivan, Dan, Loading. At least two more of you. Two more of you at your best guess at how you would shift this conversation now using just knowing all you have to do is just escalate it once. And it's just once. It's just even a small move. It's just a step to the left. If you were standing in the middle in this conversation, you're just taking a step to the left. I'm not asking you to run 100 meters to the left. It's just a step to the left. This is quite fundamental because if you can get this, the rest of the conversation is done. If you can nail the first escalation point, you've then set the correct dance and the correct frame, which then everything else just leads on from here. So it's just really important that you get it right. As I said before, it's Nissan Hajime. Get it right from the get. Get it right from the beginning. All right, I'm going to start to read out some responses here, uh, but please, uh, please, please type in. It's not. It shouldn't be complicated. It's not complicated. If you are complicating it, you're, uh, you're fucking, uh, you lost. You lost. Okay, so who we got here? Uh, well, Dan Loading did come up with a question before saying, <clears throat> are there any tact- are the tactics any different if done via text instead of vocally over the phone? I get that phone conversation is better, but how is it different if by text instead? So I can just nail that out quickly right here, even though it's not really on the topic, which is that I'm not attempting to have phone sex with a girl over text unless we've already had phone sex. So... No, the, pre- the principles are exactly the same. However, it should never come first. Purely over chat, tech type chat, that's not going to come first. If she, wa- if she wants that to come first, you need to put a halt to that and go, hang on a second, let me give you a call. Don't, don't buy into that, okay? I've got some stories on that, actually. Um, oh, shit, I wonder if it's still in my phone. Oh, this would be prime. Okay, while you guys are still typing your responses, I'm going to try and find this extremely Fifty Shades of Grey message thread that I once, that I had. This this might might not even be there though. Uh, cause you know uh, it, was, it might it might derail me a little bit. Oh no. It might derail me. Oh no. <laughs> it might derail me a little too much is what I'm trying to say here. Uh and sometimes you just can't fucking find them. There's just hundreds to go through here. I don't exactly remember her name. Uh Okay, I might try and find it afterwards. Yeah, I might try and find it afterwards. Basically, there was just this uh, chat that I had to Dan Loading's question about phone sex over text. There was this chat in which that a girl was trying to escalate that on me, but I chose not you. You direct it. That's all I'm trying to say here, but there was just like a real... It would just take me fucking ages to find it. No, okay, forget it. Forget it. I can scroll through hundreds of conversations. Uh, derail the podcast. Okay, so, but basically what I said to her, just so you're wondering, is that I just said, listen, uh, what are you doing tonight? And when she tried to get a little too sexual over chat, like over the type and say, listen, what are you doing tonight? Uh, not doing too much. All right, I'm giving you a call now. That's it. That's all you have to do. Okay. Um, okay, so getting into these responses here. T, T then said something, uh, saying, any ideas about why men are so bad at leading? Yes, many. Many. We can get to that later if, we, if you need to. Uh, Andy Powell then comes in saying, the subtle emotional intent in her words. So I think that Andy was trying to answer why a green light's a green light, and he's 100% on right there. Uh, T then comes in saying, to give the first response on how you are going to shift this conversation from a neutral or, in the worst case scenario, Mr. Nice Guy conversation to something very sexual, 
and to indicate. And it's not even a big move. And he comes in by saying, in quotes, mm, but what are you wearing? <laughs> in capitals. So T is referencing the example from last week, which is why he's 100% correct. Ivan then goes on to say, replying, in quotes, I got some ideas. And he's put a devil in purple emoji. So I'm sure he's using that tone of voice. I got some ideas. Because you got to imagine, you got to take it in conversation thread of her saying, I'm not even doing anything tonight. I'm not even doing that. And you just, and so Ivan would say, I got some ideas. Yeah. See how that's just a step left? It's just a step left. Same as when T said, mm, but what are you wearing? Just a step left. All right. Dan Lloyding then came in saying, ha, 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 ha. I've got no clue. Laugh emoji. Uh, dot, dot, dot. Most of mine, in quotes, just, in qu- end quotes, happened. Maybe that's okay. Neither am I. So it would all depend on, it would all depend on how you said that, Dan Loading. It would all depend on how you said, that's okay, neither am I. Because if you said it as a Mr. Nice, because I can hear Mr. Nice Guy saying that, and that'd be an absolute abomination. I can hear a Mr. Nice Girl saying, so nice of you, Adam. I'm not even doing anything tonight. And a Mr. Nice Guy just goes, oh, that's okay. Neither am I. Neither am I. Hey, high five. Right? So it totally depends how you say if you would, But if you put a lot of, uh, if you go, that's okay, neither am I. It's it's hard though. It's hard. Like I'm not. I, that doesn't fit well with me. That's, you have to be a certain type of guy to make that fly. Uh, it's not enough of a step left, is what I'm trying to say. Dan loading. It's not sexual enough. Um, there are many more. There are many ways of taking what you just said and making it just a slightly, just just more sexual. Uh, you know, just like that's okay. Neither am I. So let's. So let's. And if you were just to tag on something on so let's, so, or as I gave an example last week, so I think you should go to another room. So uh, what do you, to what T said before, which is using one of my examples. So that's okay, neither am I, but what the hell are you wearing right now? Oh, but that's okay, but neither am I, but hang on, are you even in, are you even in your bedroom right now? Just, just a step left. If you just take a step left, which makes it a very clear move that you're getting sexual with it, that's all you need. Uh, Andy Powell then came in saying, in quotes, I love the sound of your voice. Great, great. Another step left. Because if you just look at it on paper, look at all the correct answers here. Mm, but what are you wearing? Or who, who was the person before that? Or the person after that? Uh, Ivan, who said, I got some ideas, right? Devil face. Obviously, this is going to be a little cheekiness in the voice there. Or to Andy Powell saying, I love the sound of your. I love the sound of your voice. The reason why these are all correct is because it's just a step left, which means it's just a very slight change, but it's very clear. It's not a big move, but it's still a clear move, which means that it doesn't make sense on a logical thread of conversation. Unless you knew that this was going to be a sexually polarized conversation, then it makes a lot of sense. But if you were just to read on paper. Phone call begins. Adam, semicolon, uh, has fucking finished meditating. I thought about you. I had to say hi. Next line, Jenna. Oh, that's so nice. I'm not even doing anything tonight. Next line, Adam. I love the sound of your voice. Or, I got some ideas. Or, what are you even wearing? Or, are you even in your bedroom right now? Or, 
Who do you think you are? Or I can't even do this with you right now. I can't even do this with you right now. I've done this. Hey, now listen, I'm, I'm saying words, I'm saying lines, but what's the principle behind it? A step left. It doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's a step left. And so if you were to look at that on paper, it wouldn't be a logical sequence because it, it, the logicality breaks. All she said was that she's not doing anything tonight. So why the hell are you asking about what she's wearing? Or why are you asking her or saying that I love the sound of your voice? Or, you know, it's like it's such a shift, which is why it's just a step left. So on the paper, it shouldn't read. If you guys are for those of you on the podcast, you can't see what I'm doing here. But if you're, if for those of you on YouTube right now, if it's so far the conversation has been cascading downwards, when you take a sexual move, it then goes left. You then do your next line is on the left side of the paper now or onto a shift on the side now. And that's how you know you got it. And that's it. Like I just gave you one before that is just something that I naturally organically will often come up with. It's like, I can't even do this with you right now. Right? If you if you just caught a girl and you said and you started up by saying, it's a fucking meditating, how to say hi. She's like, and she gives you that linger. Maybe let's say, or it's like, oh, well, you know, I, I just got home and, you know, I'm not even doing anything tonight. I'm not even doing anything tonight, Adam. And I'm like, I can't even with you right now. What's her response going to be? What do you mean? What do you mean you can't even with me right now? What does that even mean? Now the dance begins. And now what has happened? Meet. Escalation was first. Meet was second. So this is now the tactical wrap up. This is now the explanation of how the rest of the conversation will go. So you escalate once. She will meet. It's the exact same principles behind qualification. You throw out a qualification to someone, a qualifying statement to someone or question, they're going to have to meet it. They're going to have to respond either yes or no. It doesn't matter. That's the beautiful thing about qualification stage of interaction is that you could be thousands of miles off. You can stand there in front of a girl and say, you look really Russian to me. Like You seem super hardcore Viking, actually. And then she goes, nah, not at all. I'm... I'm but a humble monk. I am but a humble nun. And she could be so far off. Yet, if you look at the dynamic of the conversation, who's leading, who's following? Who's escalating, who's meeting? You escalated it, you led it, she followed, she met. Whether you were wrong or right, it doesn't matter. That's the great thing about a real person interaction. So it relieves all the pressure. And that's how you get great qualification because you let go of having to be right. It's not about being right. It's about the position that you are assuming and acting according with in the interaction. Now, when we take about our phone sex, for those of you guys that nailed up in there, or when I said before that, you know, what I can't even with you right now, right? So what did you do right there? Or I love the sound of your voice. Or what are you wearing? What even room are you in right now? All of these, you let it, you escalated it. She's got to respond. She's got to meet. And if you read the signal correctly, she's going to respond in green. Right? Because we're not, how do we know this? How are we so reliably sure that it's going to be a green response? Because I didn't ask you guys to jump the fucking river. I asked you guys to take a step to put one plank down. If you were to overshoot it and to go, well, fuck, it's like shit, you know, what? how about, how about you just start undressing right now? How about, like, let's just get our clothes off right now, right? Unless she's just ridiculous, remember, but you wouldn't know this. You wouldn't know this because it's your first conversation anyway. Only, you know, that's different if you guys have a relationship together. 
and you know she's just really horny over time and you can just overshoot it right from the get but you're never going to do that with someone new calibration my friends so you test the waters you understand the lay of the land you only escalate in steps at a time and that's how phone escalation and phone sex really happens is that it's just one step at a time so let me take you down the full play because it's starting to make sense now i'm sure it's starting to make sense if it's starting to make sense let me know in the chat oh dan loading says appreciate it makes sense <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> it literally just wrapped up with the thumbs up <laughs> Okay, so okay, so what I might do here is actually just run you through a very typical scenario in which that phone sex goes down. Which so many, of course, I'm going to give you. Specific, I'm going to say words, but just take the principles behind the words. It often, obviously, every time it will come out slightly different, sound a little bit different. But for example, okay, you call up the girl. Yeah, I was just meditating. Had to say hi. Okay, that's great. She comes back. She gives you that green light. Linger. Uh, you know what? not even doing anything tonight. I'm not even doing anything tonight. Hang on a second. What are you even wearing? This is probably one of my go-tos. This is something, because generally I'm very much interested. It's probably, it gives me the visual of the girl, which is, I'm a very visual guy. So that's what turns me on initially off the get. So I'm always, I'm, a lot of times I'll say the majority, if not that, it's, if, that's, if it's going to come out in the first five seconds that we take these first few steps, it's going to be one of the first five. It could be one of five or something, but whatever. It's never preloaded. It's not like I'm ever going in there thinking, yeah, I'm going to ask her about what she's wearing. No, it's just that that's, that's where my mind wants to go. Right? It's visual. We're on the phone. So, but what are you even, but what are you even wearing? And how's she going to respond? Because that's an escalation point. She's going to meet by coming on. What? Generally speaking, what do you mean what am I wearing? What do you mean? Because, yeah, because, of course, it makes no sense. In the conversation, it makes no sense. And then I'll hit her back, but she's met it. And we, how do I know it's a green light? Vocal tonality. What do you mean? If it was, uh, what, do you, what do you mean? What am I wearing? Like, just wearing my fucking clothes, bro. I'm just wearing my clothes. Then you know that's a red light, and, okay, you completely misread it. But it's very unlikely that you're going to get a red light at this stage. Why? Because you already have the social acuity to read the green light before it. This is the beauty of the green light, red light system is that it's very hard to fuck it up. It's very hard to make a mistake with green light, red light, aka escalation meet because you're only escalating off the previous point. You're not trying to jump the river. You're not trying to escalate 10 points, just one, just one. So she goes, what do you mean? I'm, what am I wearing? What do they say? I'm going to say, what's one thing now? Oh, wait, I got a second. Hang on a second. Another principle is coming in. Got a quiz for you guys. In the escalation meet system, as in we escalate, she meets our escalation, which means we escalate again. Boop, boop, boop. You understand that? Do we ever plateau? Would we ever... In my next point of escalation, is it going to be... I don't want to preload you with the answer. I kind of already given you the answer. Fuck. I've already given you the answer. All of you, it's too easy of a question now. Fuck it. So the principle is that your escalation should never go laterally. The very word itself indicates vertical. If you ever find yourself going into phone sex and you get lateral with it, that means you're rushing. You're rushing. You're not reading the situation. You're freaking out. Maybe your coconut oil hasn't come down to room temperature yet, which means it's not quite liquid. 
or maybe your moisturizer, you ran out or whatever, you're freaking out. And, or maybe it's just the first time you're getting into it and you're fucking freaking out and you're, you're Jeff's mowing right now, but you finally got out of the Jeff's mowing mode and you actually slowed down. And you realize, oh, it's getting sexual here, right? It's very, a very common mistake is that you go laterally with your sexual talk rather than vertically, aka you actually stop escalating. This is no good. This is no good until you two are in the flow in which that you've let go of a sense of self and thought anyway, and you're just kind of in the flow of it together. But before, we're just in the setup. This is just the setup. We're not even, we're not even talking about uh, putting her fingers in there and getting your hand stroking that. We're not even that that stage yet. We're just setting up the space in which that, that's going to be natural and feeling good. But if you, in this setup stage, ever go laterally, <sighs> Jeffrey, please don't. Do not. That's a, that's a go home. That's a go home. Pack up and go home. So what would a lateral move sound like? A lateral move would sound like if I just said to her, listen, what are you even wearing? And she goes, what do you mean what am I wearing? And if I tried to do anything that stays on what are you wearing, right, that doesn't progress what where what is wearing is coming off or is not – at least going to take it upwards. But what are, just a few examples of I guess, what that would sound like. It's like, well, you know, I just, I just want to know. I just want to know what you're wearing. That's a lateral move. That's on the same plane of heat. It's the same temperature. You have to take the temperature up. You're on the same plateau. You're at the same altitude. If you were to say to her, well, I just want to know what you're wearing. Or, uh, or if you, you try and reason with it. Or if you do anything that is... Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget, that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one-on-one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast uh, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to actually, I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way. It really just helps support the channel. And I always, uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of Q&A. I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you got a suggestion for a future Social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here. And that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy.